Hey, it's Dave. Before we get started today with Ask the Podcast Coach, I want to let you know what was going on behind the scenes here. During uh, this recording, my site, according to uh, my friends at HostGator, was under a brute force attack, and consequently, we couldn't get to the site. Uh, consequently, the show went great, had a lot of great callers, but towards the end, uh, we had some issues. So the show kind of ends a little different this week, but uh, the good news is I've installed some new things, some new protection, and uh, all is fine, and we will see you every Saturday still at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. Here is Ask the Podcast Coach for November 22nd, 2014. Let's get ready to podcast. Oh, it is Saturday morning. It's a uh, fun-filled day with technology here on Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live every Saturday at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. And uh, normally... We would be at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. But hey, here's the fun thing about doing live. What happens if your website goes down? And uh, it's a lot of fun. And so uh, this is where you need to follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Learn to Podcast. That is my Twitter, at Learn to Podcast. And uh, the man that is helping me uh, steer the ship, even with a hole in the bow or whatever that, you know, as it's slowly sinking here. Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Oh, Dave, row. Just keep <laughs> rowing. How's it? It's going well. We, Yeah, you know, as a podcaster, you just got to be ready for anything. And so, you know, yeah, the site's having some trouble, and you can't get there. I appreciate Daniel. He's been helping kind of get the word out. We're going to go on Mixler. We're going to go on YouTube. I'm monitoring the chat rooms everywhere. So thanks for listening. Yeah, I, I my, uh, my audience is always really good. Unfortunately, this year especially – um, I'm not sure what's going on. I've upgraded my website. I've done all sorts of stuff, and uh, this is making going to be really bad video. I got to move you over here. Mm. There we go. Uh, yeah, much better because I'm like breaking my neck to see you. And uh, I upgraded. I, I used I've used HostGator. I don't think it's a HostGator problem. I think it's, and this is one of the things I really want to do is I've been trying to get the membership site and the School of Podcasting separated, so I can just and really what I would do probably. Is just whack everything, re-import my episodes, and put them there because I really think there's just a lot of. I mean, the school of podcasting has gone through three different kind of versions, and um, there's just a lot of data there. I mean, even even when they go to back up my stuff, they're like, "Man, you got a lot of stuff." I'm like, "It's been nine years of stuff," and uh, there are times when it gets a little tired. And the problem is, it just says "error establishing database." I think is the error message I'm getting which is weird because I can, for the most part, log into WordPress. And what I did this morning is I just went in, uh, went to my permalinks and resaved them, and presto, problem solved. I'm like, well, that was kind of weird. But unfortunately, apparently, that was not the uh, the problem. So that's uh, kind of... Well, you can still have problems. So you can still get to your uh, WordPress uh, admin console if you're having database problems. So, you know, you have a SQL database that stores all your... That's my SQL. Right, that's true. stores all your stuff. And then... You know, a lot of your WordPress stuff is in a different uh, is in a different area, so to speak. We won't get too techy as far as so you can get logged in. That's not that, that doesn't necessarily, and that isn't as resource intensive even getting logged in. And then then you can't get to anything at that point, and the site won't come up. That's all your data, all your content is is in that SQL database, and if it's having connectivity problems, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't you know, based on loads, and so your site will, some people can get to it and others can't. Uh, my coward said in chat, I'm saying it just fine. Well, yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean it's always working for every page. <laughs> working, so. Kind of rolling of the dice at this point. Yeah, so um, we're going to move, we're going to try and move all the chat back into Chatwing. So if you go to chatwing.com slash school of podcasting, that's where we'll try and get a unified chat going. And, um, and the, then we'll, we got some on Mixer going on as well. Yeah. The cool thing is I installed the, he said, looking for the name of it, the IX show latest YouTube plugin. And, uh, it worked like a champ for me. Um, it's, I, I actually was able to pull up, ask the podcast coach.com slash live. And I can see it's there, which is what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to, uh, you know, show, show me when I go live and when I'm not live. And that is uh, maintained by the one and only Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast. So uh, it's uh, it's one of the things that sounds cool. I know Jim, you said you were having some minor issues with it. 
Yeah, I couldn't get the short the short code working right, and, and I think it was my fault. I, I need to. So I I reached out to Daniel. He said, "Hey, just uh, he made a few changes. Try it again." So I'm gonna as I get some time this weekend, I'm gonna try it. And then Daniel, the question I have for you on that is, if I schedule shows in advance, right? So we go into Google Plus, create an event. You go to Hangouts on Air. You schedule the show in advance. It creates an event that is actually alive at that point. That is a you know a Google or that's a YouTube instance that's out there with its own unique identifier. Will those show up in there, or you know, is that going to throw things off if I'm scheduling YouTube events in advance? It's a great little idea, though. That plugin's awesome. I mean, that thought is like one piece of code to rule them all for YouTube, and it's always showing what's what's most recent or what's live, that would be awesome. Yeah, very cool. Hey, we should also mention that, uh, hey, if you want to call in, we do mention that, uh, you know, you get to get your questions answered live. And uh, that number is, of course, 845-262-2401. It's 845-262-2401. And when the Internet uh, causes a headache, you can always go to the phones, right? (laughs) Mob Bell doesn't... doesn't fail unless, of course, I've unplugged the cable or my Wi-Fi goes out. Other than that, it's perfect. So if you have a you question, can't find your Magic Jack app. Yeah, I can't find my. That was the other one. It just mysteriously moved, uh, which was kind of fun. But uh, yeah, hey, um, I, I did have a question come in that is, um, uh, it was just via email, and I'm like, hey, you know what? Um, it's kind of a visual thing, but it's not that visual. And that was somebody had uh, the great thing about. Um, you know, YouTube, YouTube uh, WordPress, is you have all these themes, and that's one of those things, almost like finding music, finding the right theme for your uh, your podcast can be kind of a hassle. And um, I uh, had gone through on a test site I had and just been throwing theme and theme and theme and just testing, trying to find one uh, that people had asked about. And I never got rid of them, and I logged into that test site, and I had like 13 updates, which is really bad for the record. You want to keep your WordPress up to date, your plugins, things like that. Always make a backup of it before you update. And um, to make a story short, I went to delete the theme and it's been so long since I've deleted the theme. I was like, wow, okay. And and somebody asked me about this a little while back and I'm like, oh, we should probably talk about that. It's super easy. You click on the theme you're not using and it'll come up and it'll give you the information and it's in the bottom right-hand corner. I think before, like a couple versions back, there was like a delete button right underneath of it and now you have to click on the theme. That, it sounds weird. Click on the theme you're not using, and then the delete button shall appear. And uh, it's just a good idea to get rid of that. I've had some people that have had issues in the past with their website, and you log in, and you see that they have, like, you know, 13 things, and they're all out of date. And that's always the first thing I say is, ooh, yeah. you know, go in. and Because uh, a lot of those – Get rid of themes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, well, that and, and just plugins. a lot of those updates are for security purposes, and if you don't uh, – you know, you don't keep those things up to date. You're leaving the door wide open to uh, to get hacked and uh, all those kind of things. That's uh, one of the cool things about WordPress is plugins and themes. One of the bad things about WordPress is uh, plugins and themes. You know, they're always updating and things like that. And uh, we had a, a fun uh, podcasters roundtable talking about different platforms. And that is kind of the downside. If somebody really wants to pick on WordPress, it's the fact that you're always updating the thing. And um, I know... Um, on my test site, I got an email this week that it is just automatically updated to four point something something. So there is that automatic update feature. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's that could be bad if you don't have a backup. So, but uh, so that was that was one thing I thought. Well, if somebody doesn't call in originally, uh, you know, that would be something to talk about just uh, in terms of security, and it's just easy to do. That's the other one. You just go in and click on update, and it. It updates. Yeah, the one I think the, the reason some people don't like WordPress uh, is just those kind of those problems. There's been a lot of chat this week going on. I think in the Facebook group about WordPress and the complexities, and somebody had posted in the Google Plus one of the Google Plus groups that you know we need to be kinder to our friends who are trying to uh, make podcasting easier for folks because. Um, you know, we're trying to promote this and WordPress is often the most, one of the more complicated solutions. And so for folks who are coming along and I, I won't name any names, but you know, like blog talk radio or a pod bean, I, I guess I just did said names who are trying to make it easier. And we've been kind of hard on them, right? We, we continue to be hard on them at times. 
So there's that tension between making it super easy for the end user. And sometimes you have to make sacrifices in things that we, we as enthusiasts don't like, right? You know, uh, in other words, if I'm going to open a platform and make it inexpensive and make it easy, I've got to do things like change people's audio, right? Because that's sometimes they're uploading it in big gigantic formats that are yeah. big, big gigantic bit rates that I can't possibly support from a bandwidth perspective at the price point that I'm offering. And so they modify the file. Well, Dave, that kicks them right out of your, you know, right out of your criteria. Right. So we, so it's this, there's this tension between trying to make it easier for the average end user. And, and by the way, I'm not sure everybody should be podcasting. I, you know, I know we say that, but boy, if we, you know, it, yeah, uh, from a quality standpoint, not, I'm just not sure everybody should be doing it in some, some regards. Yeah. I have, I had uh, somebody call me this week and uh, we did a quick coaching call and it was one of these that I know I should be podcasting and her, husband was in radio and so they've got you know the the pieces parts and things like that but I said okay and she she was she was confused because there's so many different schools of thought like okay but I have to have three episodes before I go to iTunes I'm like no no you can have one you could have 27 when you go to iTunes and she really thought like you weren't podcasting until you were in iTunes and I said no you can do a bunch of test shows and have them on your website I said you people would have to kind of subscribe the old fashioned way. I said, but uh, you, you could do that. And, um, but it was weird. I said, so why, what's, what's the goal of the podcast? And she couldn't really answer why. And I went, you know, I said, here's my advice then write out five to 10 episodes, like the next five to 10. And when you can do that, you know, then, you know, cause she was kind of like, well, I just, I feel like I'm being drawn. Like I should have one of these. And I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe not. Well, and I think we're going to see another surge uh, in this, uh, like we we've been seeing. I think it's going to get even worse. You know, startup and cereal have gone absolutely <sighs> bonkers, yeah. right? I had three people just yesterday, three non-podcast listeners, three people that I know have never listened to a podcast in their life, come to me. I mean, walk over to me and say, because they know I'm a podcaster. Have you heard cereal? Yeah, right? and I'm like, yeah, I've heard cereal. That's the greatest thing ever, right? And startup, startup being the same way. That's the other one that's kind of showing up a lot. And so it's great. It's bringing in non-podcast listeners in. It's dynamite. That is, that's awesome. But I think we're going to see another round of, mm -hmm. I want a podcast. I want to get my own podcast. I can do this on my own, you know, that kind of thing. And so there'll be another burst. Yeah, I, it's going to be interesting to see if... Like there's this, like, is this going to bring on, like we have the, the tech podcast, the comedy podcast, are we going to have a bunch of storytelling podcasts? Cause of course that's what the one guy wants to launch. And boy, I tell you what, that's going to be a, a really quick uh, wave because that's a lot of work. I mean, it's, it's insane. It and uh, well, especially the way NPR does it. I mean, they oh, man. put an enormous amount of time yeah. into making those yeah. things come ever, together. So great ever, creativity though. You ever listen to uh, radio lab? Oh yeah, that's my favorite one. Oh, uh, it's yeah, another one that's like, oh, holy cow, that's uh. Yeah. So uh, hey, um, I, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I'd spend all day editing that thing. Yeah, that's you it. Know, it, just, it would be all day. It would be it would be a full Saturday, and and then you'd have to do it week in and week out, and you know, just it's and it's great. What they do is awesome. I think though, Dave, you're gonna have some folks. Yeah, that's. I think that's the next wave for sure. Yeah, I think people are going to try. Which you know, there are people that do it in a much less produced way. I listen to a guy named Dan Class. He does a podcast called The Bitterest Pill, and um, he just tells stories. And he's a stay-at-home dad, uh, failed actor. There, no failed comedian, part-time actor. And he he always kind of like busts himself. He's like, well, here's what I do. Uh, I spend most of my time going on auditions, you know. But he's he's gotten some national commercials and things like that. And he's just like he's the king of the dramatic pause. Like he just, he's, he's, and it's cool, but it's not like, you know, lots of sound effects and live stuff. It's just him telling a story and, uh, in a somewhat witty way. And, uh, I like it. I want to, uh, I'm going to switch gears though. Um, cause I'm sure if you listen to the podcasters round table, um, I'm going to share my screen. And I do avid, avid listener. Uh, this is a little note I got from my friend, Josh Bartlett. Um, says due to the wildly misleading title, Keyword here, title of the video, 
Our legal team were originally notified to get involved and contact yourself and any organizations you're involved in relating to inaccurate defamatory statements. Uh, this is about my uh, Adelo video where I said it was a scam, a piece of crap, and do not buy this. Um, Josh hated halted this process. Thank you, Josh. In hopes of a dialogue could be open between you and you could communicate and discuss these points and work towards a positive relationship, which is, is oh, crap, and I just realized I'm broadcasting that poor guy's uh Skype thing. That's probably not very cool. Um, that will be edited out of the video. <laughs> but um, I didn't even think about that. Um, but anyway, they've, they've politely said, you need to change that a bit. So I did. Um, because I, we talked about this a little bit um, in the post show of the Podcasters Roundtable, that apparently there are 11 words that you can use to get yourself sued. I need to Google this, but there are words that you will like. And apparently one of them is scam. Hmm. And in reality, Adelo is not a scam. They sell you a product that may, or in the case of me, did not work, you know. And um, so, yeah, I was, I was a little, I was a little emotional when I wrote that, I believe. And uh, well, and that's a good, that's a good uh, example to when we talk about responding to anything of writing it once and letting it sit, especially yeah. if you're emotional about it, letting it sit, maybe delete it. <laughs> write it again, you know, maybe delete that one, write it one more time, especially when you're negative about it. It's just yeah. one of those kinds of things. And it's a good, when I was talking with Daniel about it, he said, well, any company is going to politely ask you to tone it down because they kind of have to, especially if you're protecting a copyright or things like that, you have to, because if you let anybody get by, then if somebody does come by and really, you know, go bonkers, in in court, they could say, well, why are you picking on me? That guy did it. And you didn't say a thing. So you have to protect your brand. So I get that. So I don't know that they're really releasing the hounds, but they did politely say, can you change your title? So I did. Yeah. I, yeah. Good. Good for you. Good yeah. for you to go in there and do that. And, you know, their marketing ploy that you you felt like you got scammed on, which was um, where they set a timer and they're like three days and, you know, or, or you got three minutes to buy this thing and or it's going to the price is going to go up. That's perfectly. I mean, there's a lot of marketers that do that. That's what well, is. There's there's some really fairly, great. Yeah. There's some yeah, great plugins, ahead. and there there have been all sorts of stories, um, you know, uh, studies I should say that it's called scarcity, and it works as a marketing ploy. It works. Um, but I was on a uh, another kind of uh, mastermind, and somebody else said that they saw the same thing. Like it was you know three days, two days, one day, and the next day they went back and it was three days. You know, but the problem is I can't prove that. I, I mean, I can say I saw it, but I can't. I don't have screenshots of that. So I'm like, okay. But but, but is is the scarcity concept wrong in your opinion? Is that a wrong thing to do to create artificial um, need? No. Well, the books I've read said scarcity works, but in terms of of saying you have to to it comes down to integrity. And that's the problem is they didn't say you have till this day to buy it. And and when you say that, you have to mean it. You know, if I do a, a, you know, a Black Friday sale at the School of Podcasting and I say it's the weekend of Thanksgiving and you go back the following Tuesday and it's still there. That's not cool. You know, you got to say what you mean and mean what you say. And so when you say you have one hundred dollars off until this day and I go back the following day and it's still it's still one hundred dollars off. They just changed the verbiage. And that's what I'm like. That's. That's a lack of integrity there. So that's the, it, it works. I mean, you think about it, every uh, new media expo has an early bird special. You know, there are all sorts of things to get people yeah. to move. Uh, well, I think you're talking the difference though between integrity and rep- reputation, right? Yeah. So integrity is doing what you say, right? And so in this point, that yeah, oh, it's, but even if they raise the price for one minute and then put it back on sale again, Technically, right. That's not that's not wrong, right? One minute we raised the price. Oh, we decided it was such a great sale. We're going to put it back on sale again for not for another three days. Now, that's reputation, right? Do you want to deal with somebody who's constantly doing that? You know, I don't know. That's that's your that's for you to decide. I can't. I don't know if you can say that's a right or a wrong. You kind of have to decide. Do you want to work with people like that? That's it. And that was my whole thing. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll pass. So, but. Uh, no. Uh, hey, as always, if you have anything you want to join in, we, you can talk about this or we'll talk about anything you want. Um, every Saturday, we love to uh, hear your questions. And uh, there's no line. Open lines, 845-262-2401. And uh, it's Ask the Podcast Coach with Dave and Jim. 
Dave, I tried out Spreaker's ad campaign. Ah, cool. Uh, this week, uh, one of those kinds of things. I, I bought a ten dollar. They actually they so they follow the Facebook model, which is really convenient. You can buy advertising very very cheaply with them. Excuse me, and um, so uh, ten dollars. I did it. Spread it over. I, I I did a max of three dollars a day, and I did it for three days. And I actually they ran me a little bit negative, so I have I owe them like two bucks at this point. But that being said, about fifteen hundred impressions per three dollars. So that works out to about five hundred impressions a dollar at that point, at least for me. And um, Wait a minute. I, I went back and checked the stats. A little bit of a lift in in the, the show. A little bit, not a lot. That show normally does 20 to 40 uh, listens out there on Spreaker. It went, you know, 30 to 60, let's just say, somewhere in that range. Not a lot. A lot not a lot. The whole network as a whole got a lift. I Some of the other shows picked up more. I don't know if it was because of the ad can't click through from the actual impressions. So that might be something they, they either I couldn't find or they need to work on. Um, and so it's it, it would be nice to be able to see that. I'll, t- I'll take a second look. But still a great concept, advertising on Spreaker for your show, and they're doing a nice job with it. Yeah. So we, you know, congratulations to Spreaker for getting that rolling. Yeah, we've, we've got a caller, but I want to run that number by me again. How much was it? Uh, so about 500 impressions a dollar. So... So it's two dollars CPM. If that's if that's yeah the, yeah per cost, thousand. cost per thousand yeah okay well that's not bad all right cool two dollars well, we, yeah per thousand all right yeah. well we got two roughly that was my experience your mileage might vary <laughs> <laughs> all right ending in nine one one eight you're on with Dave and Jim what's your name and what's your question hey Dave I'm Jim this is Fred Castaneda speaking from a coffee shop. In the middle of nowhere, so there's a lot of background noise. Yes. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, I wanted to ask a question, Dave, about uh, any updates to the sessions for New Media Expo and an update on the process of selecting them and what's going to happen. Uh, no, is the short answer. Um, I, I have a. Uh, I I hope to contact uh, get in contact with Rick this weekend. Uh, I've had some uh, family issues this week, uh, scheduling wise. Some things popped up, and um, yeah, not at this point. Okay. As soon as I know, I'll put it this way. As soon as I know, you'll know. Trust me on that one. Um, But I I am very, very, very close. You've already answered the other question, which was the Aldella update. Thank you very much. Thanks, Fred. Enjoy your coffee. Yeah, just just here's another fun thing on Aldello that I found um, is uh, if you have multiple accounts with Libsyn and you post to Aldello, it just guesses. Per Libsyn support, it just goes, I think I'll put this episode with uh, that show. So uh, we got another caller. This is their, their lining up, which is kind of fun. Ending in 5557, you're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? Hi, this is Kim. My podcast is on the table podcast.com. And my question is, I called you a couple weeks ago at, about how to make my voice sound different for a quotation that I'm reading. Mm-hmm. And you made some suggestions. I have no idea how to do those things. Okay. So you said, remove the bass. Now, I'm working on Audacity. What does that mean? How do I do that? Uh, do you have a mixer? Yeah, I don't. Are you running no. through a mixer? Okay, so you're not running through no. a mixer. Um, no. So you probably have to go into the EQ. <clears throat> Sorry, I ran stairs yesterday, and now my voice is just... <laughs> That's me. I'm trying to pull up uh, Audacity yeah, as we I'm speak I'm pulling here. it up right now. Let me... Let me. There's, and I thought in Audacity there was an effect uh, called telephone. Uh, let's see if we can find that for you. Well, there's all One. sorts of... Let's see. Tracks. I actually need to pull a file in to make this work. That's actually what I'm, I'm like. Okay, I got to. Yeah, you can, You know, if you open Audacity and you don't have any file, you can't get to anything in there. So you're like, oh, how do I get this done? But uh, um, yes, I'm. I'm, and, I'm, and of course, the file I click on, it's, it's like estimated yeah, time of that. importing eight seconds. So uh, this is probably this is a great. Uh, you know Daniel J. Lewis question because he's our, he's the audacity guy when you're talking about knowing all the ins and outs of audacity. When we talked about the um, when we talked about the bass leveling, that of course is an easy mixer thing to do. If you have a mixer, you don't in your case, but if you did, you could just crank that bass part down during the actual recording of that. Um, you can also in audacity uh, if you look at the 
um, there's there's a tool called the envelope tool, and that will actually be you'll yeah. be able to take your your audio and crunch it down, um, you know, make it quieter. That would be another way to separate it out. You wouldn't have to do it a lot. You could just separate it a little bit if you wanted to do it that way. So that would be one way in there to get that done. I'm looking for that. That's me. I, I have two seconds remaining on my import. I'm like, okay, lucky me. I, I pulled Hurry. it. Hurry. There's a change pitch. Um, oh, that would be weird. Too. In the effect, you can change the pitch. Well, it would give enough. It would give a different. <clears throat> you wouldn't have to change it by a lot um, to to get that that different uh, the, the the different feel that's in there. I'm looking for that phone one. I'm still waiting for it. Says estimated remaining time of the import zero. Oh, there we go. Nothing. Nothing's working for you this morning. Okay, here we go. Um, where is their EQ? Okay, so Daniel says effects, and then there's a bass and treble. Oh, there we go. Bass and treble. Effects. There you go. Ah, there you go. Yeah, let me. Uh, since I've got the old. Uh, Kim, do you have uh, do you have Audacity open? If you're, I don't know if yes, you're. Yes, I do. Yeah, if you okay. go to effects. So first things first, you're going to highlight what you want to edit. So that would be you talking and go to effect and bass and treble. And then, you know, move it to the right is boosting it. Moving it to the left will, um, you know, reduce it. And uh, you can also preview it. So here. Dave, what are you talking about? Because um, I don't, uh, what am I supposed to click on to get to bass and treble? Okay, well, first of all, do you have a file open in Audacity? Yes, I do. Okay, so... Uh, at the top of your screen, you'll see where it says File, Edit, View, Transport, Tracks, Generate, and Effects. Yeah. Okay, go, click on the okay, word Effect. Okay, I've got Effects open. Okay, and you'll yeah. see the one, two, third one down says Bass and Treble. Uh, I have something called Bass Boost. Hmm, what's your first one? Amplify. Okay. Auto Duck. Boost. Are you, you on Mac or PC? I'm on a PC. Oh, You're on a PC. In what version of, uh, of uh, Audacity are you running? If you, go, you go to help uh, and about. Yeah. 2.0.2. Uh, hmm. Well, no, I have 05, and I see, I see bass in trouble there. See, that's, that's me. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But if you go to bass boost, what comes up? No, that'll, yeah, I don't think that'll do it, but. Yeah. But, or if you have anything there that says, um, it says frequency and boost. Okay, so cancel out of that. Go down to okay. effects and see if you have one that says equalization. Yes. All right. If we click on that, oh, this one's not going to be as fun. Uh, if you click, let's see, how does this little bad boy work? If I do that, uh, da -da -da. you should, Kim, you might want to think about upgrading that. You know, just running, getting the most recent. I did not version. know an upgrade was up. Yeah, well, uh, I will you're on O2, and we're on O5. That shouldn't matter. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't think that would be an issue with those. With just that point release. Um, oh, so Daniel does think he says bass and treble was added in point oh four. So, uh, uh, so maybe point oh five will get you. Um, and he says actually the most current version is point oh six. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm actually buying. That's what I thought. I thought oh. Doggone it! She's going to have the word the the newest version, and I'm going to miss it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But um, that would it's it's there. They don't. It doesn't necessarily prompt you okay. when they have updates with audacity. So that's kind of something you have to watch. Okay. For. So well, then I will go get the update, and then I'll play around with that. Awesome, Very cool. I, gentlemen. And I will see you Monday. Yes. Yes, you will. Awesome. All right. Well, we can. Yeah. We can hit that again if we. Uh, if we need to. So awesome. Cause, okay. uh, Cleveland rock. that's right. <laughs> Part of the Cleveland podcasters yeah. group. Awesome. And what's your website again? Right. Let's get our promo. Yeah. My podcast is on the table podcasts.com. There's a plural in there. There you go. Awesome. Well, thanks for calling in. Anything else? Thanks. Yep. That's all. All right. Have a good Thank weekend. You. Go Browns. All right. <laughs> thanks. All right. Bye. 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 Dave, I think we should have the get the callers to say back in the day. That should be the <laughs> they're leaving. That that's, that's our that's that's this show. Our mega thing. ditto, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, ending in ending in one two eight four. You're on with uh, Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? Hey guys, 
Hey. Uh, this is Scott Johnson, the Computer Tutor Podcast. Yes, ComputerTutorFlorida.com. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Good. Uh, Thanks, Dave. Uh, how's it going, buddy? Um, I've got a question. Uh, it's, it's going great. I, as you know, uh, I've been doing my audio-only podcast for a little over two years now, and um, I'm going to be starting a second podcast. Ooh. This one is going to include... Uh, video. It'll be video interviews with people. And um, my my basic plan, I'd like to know if you hear any any potential flaws in this plan. Um, uh, what I would do is do the interview on Skype with audio and video mm-hmm. and then edit that interview and add my video intro and video outro and get it all set. Post it to YouTube and then take the audio from that overall video and use the audio as the uh, audio for the uh, audio podcast mm-hmm. um, and put that on iTunes just like I do my current audio podcast. My question is, am I missing something? Like, do I need a separate video RSS feed or can I just do it the way I've just described or would I be well, hurting myself in some way? The way you just described it, your videos on YouTube now, and then your audio is on your website. So there is no video RSS at this point, unless you. Well, put, no, I would put the I would put the I would embed the video on my website as well. So okay. that would be at least there. Um, via YouTube, though, right? Correct. Yes. Right. So you could have a category. I guess would be one way to do that. Um, but there's, um, so that if people just wanted to see video stuff, uh, they could do that. Um, but there won't be like an iTunes video, you know, there'll be, there'll be, if you use, um, I always forget which one it is channels or yeah, I think it's channels. will let you do, uh, multiple versions or multiple shows. I, would, I'd yeah, have I to, use channels. Yeah. I use channels for that feature, right? So a, a single show with multiple, you know, I have um, an MP3 and then I have two different versions of, of an MP4, right? A video large, a video small. You can use that and then route that to your, wherever your content is at for people to download. Yes. But that's RSS. Yeah. So I would, you, you could have a category for video. So that way, if somebody just wants to watch video, you could do that. Um, I would put the, the audio underneath the video. So if somebody does want to download, so that way, you know, um, I have a, a, a woman I work with, uh, Dr. Nina Seville Rockland. She does win the diet war, uh, dot com, and she does the same thing. She has the Dr. Nina show on YouTube. She takes that, pulls out the audio and puts it out as a podcast. And, um, so we have the audio and the video on the same page. And I think we have it so that you just can download the audio or you watch the video. Like there's no play the audio on her page. Cause it's like, if you're going to click play, you might as well watch if you're going to sit there. Um, so, so Dave, for each one of my posts, right, I just show the video or the, the audio player. It's the MP3 audio player. I embed the YouTube cause that's really where, where I want them to go. But then using those channel features, I have behind the scenes, the video large and video small that have their own RSS feeds, but they can't play them on my page. I really don't want them to, I want them, if they're going to consume it in a streaming format, I really want them to use YouTube to do that. And then if they subscribe to the video large or video small via iTunes or RSS, then it it's all embedded in that post. So channels is the way to do that best. Right. So and you actually have a video podcast though. I do. Yeah, well, so. it's talking heads though. Right. It's talking heads. But it's Scott's kind of- Scott's not gonna have a video download. He just has the YouTube okay. and the audio. So but yeah, yeah, but you would still uh, use channels to have I'd, that second podcast. I'd, st- I'd make it. I'd challenge that a little bit to say, even if you think you're going to do it on YouTube and you think that's the only place, that was my thought for a long time. No, nah, I'm just going to send people to YouTube. It'll be fine. That's the biggest player. Everybody likes it. I, I think if you're going to do video and it's on YouTube, you should probably have a separate subscribable RSS feed for your video that's not YouTube where people can download it. That's that was my experience. I might have missed the essence of the question here. Why, but, and what's, what, but what's the reason? Well, what's the reason my, for that? Because well, people can subscribe to my my YouTube channel. Yeah, the subscription engine in YouTube is awful. It's one of the worst I've ever seen. It's just <laughs> junk. So it, uh, notice I didn't say it's a scam though. So <laughs> <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. it, it didn't work. And my my listeners asked me to. They're like, "Could you please give us a video that we can download and watch?" And so I just, I, I did it for four years without having that. And I finally gave in and I get, 
the video large gets a couple hundred. Now just in like, like in maybe eight or nine weeks, it's jumped to a couple hundred downloads every week on that subscribable video. So I was, hmm. I was surprised on that, Scott. It, it, it took me off guard. I was like, Oh, I guess this is more important than I thought it was. But I, I listened to my audience. But it does it, can I, can ahead. it still show up in YouTube though? Cause what I, I don't want to miss the yes. traffic that YouTube yes. on its own no, generates. I do it all. It's YouTube and I have a video large and I have a video small feed and you can't even get to those feeds unless you subscribe to them. So they're the, you have to subscribe to get them. They're no, they're posted nowhere except in the subscription, you know, through the RSS feed. And I still try to push everybody to YouTube as much as I can. So I embed the YouTube player in the post. I want them, if they're going to watch it, I want them to watch it on YouTube. I don't want them to watch it off my RSS feed. That's a, that's bandwidth. I don't want to pay for but that's so I, I, I'm thinking that's right. the right audience action is if they're on the page and they're going to watch it, let them watch it on YouTube. But if they want to subscribe to it and get it downloaded, this is the thing. I have a lot of listeners in Australia and the UK who don't have the Wi-Fi connectivity that we have here in the U.S. And so when they're traveling, they want to watch that video. They're on a train. You know, they're, they're traveling to work on a train or whatever, and they want to be able to download that to their mm-hmm. mobile device. So, man, they begged me, and I finally gave in. It was too bad that it took me so long to get there with that concept. My buddy Mike Howard over at JPEG to Raw has been doing that since the very beginning and has had really good success with it. So that'd be my recommendation. You can, mm, okay. And you can always try and, it. Um, What's yeah. that? You can always start off with, with the YouTube and the audio, go from there. And then, you know, if later you want to add, uh, you know, an actual downloadable video, you could always do that later, but, uh, you're, you're headed in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, that's, that might be what I might try just to see how it takes off. I think it's going to be pretty popular. So, uh, but that would mean if, if I don't, um, if I do more than just YouTube, that means I'm now hosting a video on my podcast or on my uh, media host, right? So yeah. Blueberry's going to charge me more for that. Yeah, that's, that's correct. That's, that's why correct. I love it. I, Scott, I got around that. Uh, I got around that by allowing Mediafire to be my host for that. So we've talked about this in the past where Mediafire is 24 bucks a year. They give me 10 terabytes of bandwidth. I get um, I get a, a bunch of, uh, at least for that 25 bucks a year, I get one terabyte of storage out there. The one drawback is that they, they don't, you get a, a unique URL every time you, you know, you get their download link. It's not a static, you are, you know, a static link mm-hmm. to it. So if I had to go back, say I've been using mm-hmm. them for 25 shows now and I, I decide I want to leave them, I'm going to have to go back and copy and paste every single leak link out of every single post. Now that's a choice I've made and I've done it for cost, Right, not not um, convenience. It was a cost mm-hmm. only. Thing. So, Mediafire is doing that for me. It's been hosting very, very well. It works very well. But I, I want to make sure the caveats in there. It's not necessarily recommended from a the best practice for for simplicity standpoint. Um, if you ever had to change, so I just oh, okay. dumped all that off on them. I all use right. about I use about a terabyte of bandwidth a month. They have roll. They have like rollover minutes. So I've stored up forty terabytes of bandwidth from them right now. Um, in my plan. So anyways, that's another way of doing it. And the, the stats you get. Okay. And are you, are you available for hire for me to have you set this up the basics of it? I'd be available. If you wanted to call me to talk about it, I would absolutely walk you through it. You bet. Vice versa. Yeah. Ditto. Both of us. Yeah. It's not, to be honest, it's not that complicated. So it it would, it would take us, it's a, it's a 20 minute conversation. I, I, I would, have it on Skype or any of the other things with you if you wanted to help getting that set up. I just I want to be clear to people listening to this, the audio of this though. After the fact, this is not. We don't recommend this as your main feed or or the using Mediafire because of that limitation on the URL link you get from a download from them. So I just want to be very clear to that. Daniel and I had a conversation on this on Twitter, and and uh, and that's that's one of the limitations to it. But it's worth taking a look at. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I, I've officially I okay. use I've right, used, very good. I used them and went yeah because because I, I know other I'm probably, ways to do it. Yeah, absolutely other ways to do it. I'm just telling you what's worked for me. Yeah, it's funny because I didn't think. Okay, it, and my go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. After you. Well, I was just wondering if if uh, if Blog Talk Radio does video. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Way to pour salt in the wounds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Dave, I thought you were like uh, buddy buddy with them after that. Um, I after am. You did the uh, interview I, and everything. I, I, I was thinking, expecting to see him a sponsor of the show or something. No, right? I actually had an email uh, exchange with um, the new guy, who I just would say Chad Vader, even though that's mm-hmm. not his real name. And he, I said, you know, when is the beta thing coming out? When can I kick the tires on the new toy? And they went kind of like I said to Fred, uh, you'll be the first to know. So they're, 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 and, and to their credit, they're like, you know, cause they're going to come out with a 128 kilobit per second system, they said. And so they've, they're, yeah. they're doing it very smart. They're not rushing it. They're like, yeah, you know, everything's about well, like, you know, we're like 94% sure. But they know when it comes to podcasts, you don't want to go, well, sorry, you're, you're one of the 2% that occasionally get your, you know, show eaten. So, um, they're, uh, wow. but, uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm impressed. I mean, they were, they're, they've been reaching out and, but there's still a, a definite no in my category at this point, you know, and I'm like, and the minute they change, I mean, I've got yeah. my criteria when they meet my criteria, I'll be like, all right, thumbs up. You know, I know, um, Jim, you'd asked about very good. All right. So. Check out Scott over at computertutorflorida.com. He has a great quick show every Monday morning. Always finding out fun-filled tips. Um, I learned how to download uh, YouTube videos from Scott. So if you ever want to download a video, you can yep. go over to Scott's website and he'll show you how. Thanks for calling in, Scott. Great talking to you. Oh, yeah. It's easy. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. You were going to ask me a question, Dave? Um, I should have wrote it down. Must not have been that important. <laughs> About a million thoughts going through your head all at the same time. <laughs> well, it's it is so ADD Saturday because I'm watching the callers, yeah. I'm watching yeah. you, and I'm watching, watching the chat and I'm watching the chat room, and it's like, oh, holy cow, because they've they've got a whole other conversation going over there. But uh, I know you sent a link about shout, speak, speak <clears throat> out, spout, shout engine. Yeah, shout uh, engine. Another one to join the ranks of of a host provider. Shout yeah. engine. So shout engine. Here's oh. the. Here and again, this is this is just the opinion of the host. Um, <laughs> I didn't like the fact that I had to use Twitter, Facebook, or Google to sign up. That was strike one, and yeah. I was like, "All right, so I'll use my fake Twitter." And uh, then they wanted my email address, and I'm like, "Why not just let me sign up with that?" Um, mm-hmm. And and so far, they've got one strike because there is a limit on bandwidth. So I'm like, uh, they do have a limited. Yeah, they are limited so, on their free plan, ten gig, yes. uh, which is five gig less than Podomatic, your favorite, yeah. your other favorite. <laughs> So I was like, so I haven't uploaded and downloaded anything yet, but I'm already, I'm like, yeah, okay, never mind. But the only reason I, the only way I bring it up, right, is because it seems like every week one of our listeners finds a new one. Yeah. And so I think they're worth talking about. Their standard plan at $10 a month gives you 60 gig of bandwidth, which isn't a lot, to be honest. It's Mm -hmm. not, not a lot of bandwidth, especially if you get big. Um, It's cheap. And if you're starting, I mean, if you're, if you're the average podcaster and you're just starting a podcast, this these plans will get you through in, yeah in, in a lot of cases yeah we had somebody at the podcasters roundtable saying how they used amazon s3 and how cheap it was and i said talk to me in six months because that's that's i remember those i was like wow it's 350 this is awesome and then the next bill was 740 and then the next bill was 1360 and then it's like when yeah. it went over 40 bucks i went there eh, and that's enough of that experiment storage is cheap the bandwidth is the and that the prices keep dropping on that but um, it's still, it's, it's still pretty expensive to self host at that point. Yeah. It gets, it gets a little, but it can, can get expensive. I mean, if you're, Oh yeah. If you're doing video, it's going to get expensive. It's going to, you're going to pay what, what's their highest plan. Uh, 80 bucks? bucks. I think, I think okay. they go up to 80 with like eight bazillion, you know, gigs of I space. I almost opened an account at Lipson this week and I'm still going to just because I don't use Lipson. I have, mm. I, I do my own hosting and I, I, I happen to have the wizard of all wizards, Christian Johnson, who podcast with me and he actually has his own servers. So people have asked me before, how do you, so how do you host your stuff? Well, he's actually set up a whole web farm uh, in an undisclosed location here in the United States that he does all his own. He, he, he buys all his own bandwidth and he hosts the podcast for us. So I'm very, very lucky from that standpoint that I've got somebody, we put a banner ad on there and that pays him back for, for what we do. I, I think it probably barely pays him back. He's a podcaster with me. So he has, you know, he's got a stake in the game. And so his, his contribution to it is bandwidth and, and hosting. So that's how I do it. So you could completely self-host. It's totally nerdy, totally geeky. He spends a lot of time updating patches and making sure it's secure. I mean, he is a web, he's a host provider right at this point now. So I, I looked at Lipson again this week just because we talk about it so much. And now I'm on the show. I'm thinking, 
I'll probably open an account with Lipson, throw something on it, just like I do everybody else, so that I can at least understand and know the experience, the nirvana that you guys <laughs> go to. Well, I, the thing I love about it is, you know, you upload a file, and the minute it's upload, it's like, or the minute you publish a file, I should say that, it says, here's your link. Here it is. Do with it what you want. And I, I did test this this week. I put what does that a, link look like? What does that look like when you what, from Lipson? What kind of link do you get? What is the actual URL that you get? It is something with your I guess user. I could just go to your page and look at it. Yeah, it's uh, be, it's just a, uh, you know, traffic. I know I know the word traffic. I think it's traffic.lipson.something something, you know, and then the MP3 file. Um, I'm trying to log in as we speak. And, uh, of course, your site is having, well, no, I guess it's. Yeah, but um, it's it's actually pretty cool. Now, of course, you could argue with Blueberry. They don't give you a link because you just do it within WordPress. And, um, yeah, here it is, traffic.libson.com slash slug slash file name dot mp3. And that slug is what? Is that, is that it, your name? Yeah, so when you sign up, it's going to ask you for, I think mine is School of Podcasting. Okay. Um, so, and, and a lot of people freak out and like, what, what should I use for my slug? And it's almost like, I, I want to say it almost doesn't matter because in the end, nobody's like, I think if you go to school of com, you will see my actual Libsyn page, which I do not use. And it's really ugly. And, um, so if you're in WordPress and you're copying and pasting or whatever, you're putting your MP3, you're putting that in the post for right for the RSS feed that you're doing. Is that the URL you copy and paste and put, put in there? That is it. I will, um, here we will, uh, so it's still unique to Lipson in the sense that it, if I left Lipson, I would have to go into my posts and replace those that URL, right? That URL. But if the file name was the same, you could do a find and replace. There's actually a feature in uh, PowerPress where you can go in and say, find this and change it to that, which is kind of cool. Um, there's also other plugins that, that do that as well. Okay. That's good to know. I, I didn't know the wizardry that was behind Lipson, so I just wanted to – I'm glad we talked about that. That helps me out, kind of know what they're um, – so it's 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 like any other CDN in the sense that they they still have a unique URL tied to them. In my case, I truly – the file – because I self-host and mm-hmm. I'm, the files are on theaverageguy.tv, my file location is – you know, HTTP, whack, whack, the average guy.tv slash audio slash MP3. And so I can, I can, I can literally move my audio from one provider to the next one host to the next, never have to go in and change my, those URLs. As long as I keep that same, the average guy.tv slash audio slash whatever. Now that's, that's a more expensive way of doing it. If I have to move off and get real hosting for this, I'm going to pay some real money. Yeah. I guess. To get the, to get this done. So for me, it works because I have a buddy doing it for me. Um, you know, I have Christian supporting me on that. So, so what we're going to do, I know this is an audio podcast, but uh, let's see if I can do That's this. video. We, we are, we are video. I watch this both on audio and video so, and I watch it a second time after we've done it. So I will share my screen and here is, let me know if that's coming through. That's the, it will in just a second. So there's Ask the Podcast Coach, right? Hopefully. Yep. Yeah, okay. I need to make my screen a little bit so bigger. So I'm, I'm just, this is somewhat rushed, but I go, I want to add a new episode. So I'm in my Libsyn account. Uh, I click on content. I go add new episode. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm falling into teacher voice. And if you could just do that. <laughs> so I've already tagged my, uh, I've already tagged my file. It's already got the pretty pictures and everything else in it. So that is done. This is so. This is actually episode fifty-two. So I'm just calling it proper recording levels because I don't have time to come up with a better title at this point. But I'm going to upload this from my hard drive, and I go into while I'm doing video. That's why I'm like. So here is Ask the Podcast Coach. I have a finished folder, and I can see here it is episode fifty-two from eleven fifteen, titled "Proper Recording Levels." I click on open. And watch how fast this uploads. I mean, jabbity doo. It's 31 megs, but it's hauling butt there doing that. So I put in my title, um, and normally I would put in my show notes, but really the show notes are coming from my website. So I don't really have to put in a ton of show notes here. Uh, what I do sometimes is I will just say, 
go to www.askthepodcastcoach.com slash 52 in this case. Uh, just like any other kind of, uh, you know, interface, I can make that a link. So I will put in just for, if you're ever not sure, put in the full HTTP thing. And while you're uploading that, our our video just went to crap because you're <laughs> uploading oh, while nice. you're trying to stream your video too. Excellent. Let me know when it comes back because at the what's kind of confu- it's done. Okay, it's, it looks like it's it looks like it's done. Yeah, now. it's done. So it says upload successful, and this is where some people get stuck because they're like, "Well, where's the link?" It's uploaded. It's not published. So I could type my notes. I mean, there's all sorts of fun things. I could add a, a thumbnail, and I could add keywords. He even says right here. By the way, keywords are almost like pointless at this point um, here on the Libsyn directory. I could have it go to my Libsyn page, which I don't. So I just say, Hey, how about going to www.askthepodcastcoach.com slash 52. And it's not explicit. You weren't cussing in that episode, right? <laughs> no, I, I I don't think I did. I might've said scam. <laughs> so I click on publish and this is when the magic happens. There you go. Here's your link. Yeah. And all I do is I will come over and copy that. Uh, I will bring, can you guys see the, uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. And I will basically go now. This is all right. We'll go ahead and publish it. Um, where'd it go? It was just there. Oh, well, you know why? It's it's the website. It's probably crapping out on me. Yeah, I've lost all my, uh, oh, that's an old one. But basically, I would just go down here. I won't actually do this. And here's the, you know. Yeah. Now you can put it in there. Yeah, yeah just hit verify. And, and verify. And in the event it doesn't verify, in some cases when you copy, you'll have an extra little space after the MP3. And that would be it. I would click on publish and we would be, we would be, you know, that would be it. It's off to iTunes and, and the world at that point. So. It's just that easy. So that's okay. why. So, yeah, that's the magic. That's, that's the, the magic, magic with, with Lipson. Yeah. Yeah. And that's real common across, you know, Blueberry is the same way. And any any provider that you, is going to give you a direct link to your, your download, you're just going to do the same exact. You're going to upload that MP3. And then and then uh, when you're done, you're going to click and find their direct download link. A lot of a lot of these uh, web, you know, we, we always people ask us all the time, can we use Dropbox or can we use Box yeah. or Copy or or, or uh, OneDrive, yeah, OneDrive or Google Drive or Amazon. Well, Amazon would be different. The 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 cloud Amazon wouldn't work. Right. They don't. A lot of them don't give you direct MP3. Don't give you direct file access. No. You can do it. You can store the files there. You just can't. They give you this weird URL and you just can't do it. And it's just not. It's not great that way. So it's uh, so in my case with you, Dave. In this in this case, uh, if you're going to leave Lipson, you're going to go into every single post. And, and I, we always talk about the, I could do file save, or I could do the find. Mm-hmm. I think it's just easier to go post by post, update each one of those MP3, you know, each update, each one. If you've named them with a standard naming convention, you can use an Excel spreadsheet to help you with that, you know, where you set them and drag it down and it auto copies and, and, uh, you know, updates all those with the right links and then copy and paste those into your each post and update them. I did that for a hundred shows and it took me about three weeks of a couple hours of Saturday updating them. So yeah, it takes you a little bit of time when you move host providers or you do those kinds of things, but there's no great way to do it unless you do it the way, uh, at least the way I'm doing it right now is where you have your files hosted from your own domain. Then you, then you can just move your domain around to, to, whoever you want to host it. And um, again, that can get expensive if you don't have the right domain, you know, provider. There we go. So, well, a lot of techie nerdy stuff in there. Sorry to get you nerdy on that one. That's Sorry. all right. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here playing in lips and we have a caller waiting. So ending in eight, 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 you're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? Hi, Dave and Jim. It's Ron from the uh, Japan experience podcast. How are hey, you guys doing? Today? How are you buddy? Uh, not too bad. I'm dealing with a uh, little bit of problems dealing with my podcast and everything else. But hey, that's the fun of moving my site from one server to another server. Yeah, there we and go. yeah, get a home. Uh, headaches, headaches, headaches. Yeah. But anyways, since I'm redesigning my website and trying to go to a network uh, type format, because what's happening is we're now bringing on uh, two more shows that are similar to what our genre is. So we decided. Well, let's make this a network instead of just making it a one-style podcast. And the question I have for you guys is, 
How, you, how is multi-site on using also, if I was to use like an editing program, say like, oh, Genesis, is it tricky or would it be better off just making like multiple sites and just trying to link them together? Jim, do you have any multi-site experience? I don't. Yeah. This is Daniel's realm. I'm going to say, He's Daniel, call on in. We'll patch you in on the show here, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel's a good multi-site guy. No, it's multi-site scares the crap out of me just from, from an average podcaster or average WordPress guy. I, it, and I know it's easier than it sounds. So I wouldn't, you know, Ron, I wouldn't be scared of it. Um, but it, it, it does require a little bit of setup. I know, um, it, um, it, it's, it's, it's like numbers you want to call in? that's what I'm doing. It's two, it's eight, four, five, two, six, two, two, four, zero, one. Send them an invite to the, to the, um, I was going to say, I don't know that I have a way to call. Yeah, just send them a send them the link to the to this actual hangout. Oh yeah, there we go. I didn't think about that. <laughs> All right, Daniel, here we go, buddy. Coming at you live. The one, the only Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast and Noodle Mix. Uh, Talking about multi sites. Yeah. He's, he's really the expert on that. Uh, Daniel, the subject line will be ask, and I just send it to you. So now oh, that was weird. You just siloned on us there. Excellent. Well, it's because I'm I've got five thousand windows going. So Daniel, you should see a uh, a uh, thing coming, a invite with a link. So don't worry, Dave. You sound like Cylon over the phone too. So excellent. Uh, the uh, from what I understand, it, it's got some really pros and cons. You can install, um, you know, the plugins once, and you update them once, and it updates the whole site. Um, the only thing I've ever heard like somewhat negative about is sometimes a plugin won't work on multi-site. But uh, there he goes. The man, the myth, the legend. There he is. Hey, guys. How's it going? Mr. Multi-site himself. Good. Welcome. Yeah. So the question, I think I heard all of it, about multi-site is um, it's a single WordPress installation, but then every separate separate sub-site can have its own activated themes or plugins you can activate a plugin network-wide. So for example, on NoodleMix Network, uh, I use multi-site and it's a bunch of independent, separately designed sites using their own themes. But the PowerPress plugin, for example, is activated network-wide. So any new site I create automatically has PowerPress already activated, but every site needs its own settings for each plugin that's activated for it. Interesting. And how does okay, that make sense? How does one install multi-site? Like, it's not something you're going to do from a cPanel. You know, do you have to do it manually, or what's it? You first install WordPress, and then you really have to follow the documentation that they give you for how to activate multi-site. But it does start with WordPress at first, and then you do some other stuff like adjust your HT access file. You have to set up a wildcard subdomain. If you're, uh, which subdomains is the preferred way to do multi-site subsites instead of what they call subfolders. So you would have, at least a temporarily wise, you would have uh, like podcast1.podcastnetwork.com. That's the subdomain method. The other method has some compatibility limitations. Awesome. Ron, okay. any other uh, questions, Ron? Yeah, one other question though. Yeah, using Genesis on it, will I have to worry about any problems when using like a program like Genesis with a multi-site or do I have to buy like a multiple copy of Genesis? Just out of curiosity, you know, just to get an idea of if I was to do this, what I would be looking at. Genesis themes are uh, very generous. They let you have as many uh, sites as you want for your podcast or for whatever theme that you get, you can use it on as many sites as you want. Uh, when you would install it, it's different from a plugin. You're not activating it network wide, but you just install it through the network interface. That's the same place that you install plugins. So you can't install a plugin or a theme when you're in the subsite, you have to be in the network admin. So instead of slash WP admin, it's slash WP admin slash network is your network interface. But then the actual compatibility, you can have one theme 
and set your separate sites to use that one theme or your separate sites can use different themes. The license from Genesis is very generous. You can use it on unlimited sites. Other themes out there, sometimes you have to ask them when it comes to WordPress multi-site, whether they consider that one site or whether they consider that multiple sites. But with Genesis, it's unlimited. Is, uh, okay, that's what I was a little concerned about because I'm thinking of uh, redoing my whole site, and I know that Genesis, because of how flexible it is, can make a WordPress site will not look so much like a WordPress site as we all know. When we look at WordPress, we just go, "Yeah, it's a WordPress site." So, you know, I was looking at trying to change it up, do some design changes per page. So I wasn't too sure what I would be getting into with using uh, Genesis. Got it. The um. I know, like, we're talking five, six years ago, there used to be a bit of issues with compatibility with multi-site, with plugins and things like that. Is that, because I know it seems to be much more commonplace now to have a multi-site site. Um, do you run into much problems with, with plugins and such? Some plugins don't like to be network activated. Uh, some plugins, like premium plugins, might not auto-update very well if they are on a network. Uh, more and more plugin authors are trying to account for multi-site compatibility. Usually what you'll have, though, is just, uh, for example, let's uh, take PowerPress. You can activate it network-wide, so it's then activated. You only update it once. It updates on all of your sites. But every single site, you need to change the settings PowerPress will soon support more multi-site features where you can set a single setting that then um, propagates to all of your other sites. Uh, other plugins like W3 Total Cache has something designed for multi-site where you can set your settings once. But as far as compatibility, if you're running into a compatibility issue with a plugin, the first thing to try is network deactivate it and then try activating it on just the individual sites. Uh, for example, two plugins I know that do this, Shortcode Exec PHP and Simple Content Templates, two plugins I use, do not work well network activated, but they work fine if I activate them just on the individual sites. So that's the thing to work look for. And auto-updates, if it's not in the WordPress repository, uh, like a premium plugin, auto-updates may or may not work for you on multi-site. There you go. Awesome. Ron, any other questions while well, we have Mr. Daniel G. No, just I enjoy you guys' show, and I'm glad that you guys are, that you were able to get Daniel on to explain a little bit more, and I can see Jim's kind of just sitting there doing nothing. That's all right. I think he, hey, come so, on. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's your website, Ron? Well, right now the website is dead in the water, but right now the website would be uh, net, which I know you say it should be about the name of the podcast and everything else, but with this one, it was more of an, uh, hey, wait a second, we're a Japanese podcast, why don't we use a Japanese word type uh -oh. thinking, but like I said, when I get the multi-site all set up, it will be, I'll have dedicated um, links to all the yeah. uh, websites that would be on that whole site setup. There you go. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Canada, actually. Right. Out in uh, Toronto. Well, not Toronto now because I'm now moved from there. I'm now in the Kitchener-Waterloo area, which is basically, well, we're not really close to the water to see across to Cleveland, but we're close enough that I, you know, that if I was to travel about half an hour to get down, I would be able to see the waterfront at least. There you go. You'd come hang out in Cleveland. and uh, I, had a, I had a special... Uh, um, Guest this morning. We'll we'll talk about that uh, later anyway. And, and ask Daniel a question. And, just left. <laughs> and he left. Uh, Go back in, Daniel. <laughs> All right. Well, Ron, thanks so much for calling in, buddy. Thanks, Ron. I'll try and do no more. Problem. On your next thanks, <laughs> So, all right. Well, we should, probably should. Uh, we'll see if Daniel yeah. comes back. But I was uh, going to ask Daniel uh, the difference between multi-site and parent-child sites because there's there's also you know, the ability in WordPress to create kind of a master install and then you update that one. You don't have to worry about the, the children, yeah. so to speak, at that point. So yeah, but you, maybe uh, maybe it's time to end it. Yeah, uh, Daniel said he had to go for a moment, so that's all right. Um, yeah, I had a special guest this morning in the studio. Actually, well, he did come into the studio for a little bit, uh, a mouse. And, really? And I am not a fan of mice at all. Uh, when I was a waiter 
we had I worked at a building that had brick on the outside, and when I saw a mouse climb up a wall, I was like, "That's the spookiest stuff I've ever seen." And wow. yeah, little baby mouse. Spider Man house. And and the way this office building works, all of our doors have about this much space at the bottom of them for so the mailman can just throw your mail under the door or a small mouse. And uh, he came in to visit and I was like, No, 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 you're nope, sorry, out of here, buddy. So that was that was a fun way to start the day. That and knowing that my website went down. So that was fun. But uh we're, we're every every Saturday at ten thirty Eastern Standard Time, typically at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And uh, thanks to everybody who called in. Thanks to the chat room. Jim, are we hanging around for... Uh... Yeah, i got a few minutes. Okay. I keep freezing up, so my website's uh, acting uh, That's all right. my bandwidth. Oh, that was cool. I always love when the when the when when it freezes and you look like just completely wasted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you got a goofy look on your face. Yeah. Like, excellent. Awesome. So uh, everybody have... Is Thanksgiving next week? It is next yeah, week. So, so next we'll be talking week. about Thanksgiving next week. Yeah, so if, yeah. You're in, if you're in the U.S., have a uh, good holiday. Don't eat too much. And uh, we will see you again next week with another episode of Ask the Podcast Coach. Find me at schoolofpodcasting.com. Find Jim at theaverageguy.tv. And uh, we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.